I'm Josh Toll. I'm Brett Roberts. And I'm Stephen Heavenstreet. Welcome to Hapscast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode 12. This is Haptic Intel's podcast where we talk about video games and other things that tickle our teeth. I'm joined by my good friend Brett Roberts and Stephen Hemstreet. I'm Josh Toll. Thank you again for coming on, Stephen. Appreciate it. Thanks for having weeks. me back on, gentlemen. Anytime, no anytime, anytime. Let's start with some housekeeping items before we move into it. Um, E3 this year. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing full coverage again with of the main conferences like we did last year. Correct. Live streaming starting Sunday, June something or other. I don't remember the day off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be Bethesda's conference and EA's conference. And then the next day is probably going to be Microsoft and Sony, Yeah, I think is how they're setting up. They haven't fully confirmed. But when we know more about the dates, we'll let you guys know. But just know that we're going to be there. We're going to live stream it, have live reactions, come to you a half hour before each conference, and then stick around probably for a half hour after each one, depending yeah. on the times we'll have, set up. I'll make like a nice poster that has all yeah. the information on it. And stuff. Um, so if you haven't already, subscribe to us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash haptigintel. And uh, we'll be over there doing that. It was fun last year. Picked up subscribers from that. So if you're here from that, thank you. And we're going to do it again this year because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, Eleven yeah. weeks away, I think. Yeah. Not It'll be here before you know it. I think you're correct. Mm-hmm. This right here in the middle is the uh, Star Wars For- Force Awakens soundtrack. I put it up this week because of uh, the Blu-ray coming out on the DVD. By the time this is out, it'll already be out. It's actually out on digital right now. Okay. Um, you can also find it online other means, finally. Yeah. I was going to say, it's been out Yeah. via other means. But... Yeah. Finally. It took a long time. Disney kept a tight wrap on that, but I watched it again the other night when I found out mm-hmm. it's good i like that movie soundtrack's fucking awesome as well it is uh, the physical slick. this is slick too like with the the stars Do you, don't you have a different version no it's the same on the cover but it came with a couple like bonus little oh, postcard right. looking things yeah, i didn't get any art of those pieces things, it was like a target exclusive or something i don't know yeah all right well let's jump right into it and talk about the games that we're playing all right steven how about you go gee since i was on last probably just been playing more persona 4 although it's been a few days since i played any game um but i think i have around 10 hours into the game now Mm -hmm. um nice still on the first yukiko dungeon um but i'm near the end i'm just essentially grinding and i need to get i need to get healing items to like prepare for the final battle yeah i have i think there's like two or three days of rain before like that i'm in now so i have that time to like grind grind and yeah. get the appropriate items i need before i go off but um of course yeah other than that not much it's been a little bit so but with school school starting to pick up now yeah so i feel you i've schedule, but other than that yeah but you're playing one of the best games if not the best game ever created so mm-hmm. Very good. yeah it's super good and super fun and awesome and i will play to the end i want to beat it before p5 comes out this year so good luck with that mm. I think I'll be able to do You it. still think it's coming out this year in the States, North America? I definitely think it's coming out. Yeah, probably. I don't see why not. Go ahead. Me? Yeah, games you're playing. Games I've been playing. Uh, I mentioned a couple of PC games last week that I've been playing, or two weeks ago that I've been playing. I picked up The Culling as well. Um, the Cucking. The Cucking. It's a uh, survival Hunger Games game. type of game. It's mm. pretty fun. I'd like to okay. pick it up as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and then besides that... I played the Final Fantasy 15 Platinum demo, which we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. which is fucking amazing. Uh, I haven't really played a lot of games. I'm I have three bosses away uh, from the end of Salt and Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Besides that, really not nice. been playing many games. Yeah, 
I've been playing Dancing All Night, Persona 4. We have the unboxing video. You can go check that out on our channel. The soundtrack is... It's good. It's amazing. Yeah, I, that's the one reason I want the game, to be honest. I fucking sit there laying in bed at night, playing it, and fucking dancing while I'm sleeping. <laughs> so, that, dancing all night, dude. Yeah, there you go. Literally all night, like 4 in the morning sometimes, just oh, like man. Persona 4. Um, uh, also, I'm playing Guitar Hero Live. Mm, good. Yes. I like that game a lot. And then I also played the Final Fantasy 15 Platinum demo, mm -hmm. which we'll, again, talk about coming up here in a moment. Mm -hmm. All right, anything else? Oh, uh, no. Before we get into our main topic, I just want to um, shill out uh, my condolences to people at Evolution Studios, which has closed down. Um, for those of you that don't know, they did Drive Club, as well as, I can't remember the name of the game. Motorstorm. Yeah, Motorstorm, uh, before that. So, Sony said that they're going to try to help relocate some people, and I'm assuming that maybe some of those people are going to be picked up by other Sony Studios, because there's a lot of talent over there. Yeah. I mean, they said they're going to try to put yeah. them where they can. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Drive Club sold, sold pretty well. Um, for what it was. There was a lot of problems with it. It was supposed to be a launch title for the PS4. Got delayed a year or something like that. Then it came out had issues. Yeah, lots of issues. Um, there's a PS Plus version of it, so that's how, mm -hmm. I mean, at least I got my hands on it. Yeah. But, you know, it always sucks when studios close, and there's a lot been going around lately. Microsoft closed a bunch mm -hmm. recently, and um, Sony's been closing quite a few here and there. So, we'll see. But, it sucks. It does suck. Also, um, Santa Monica Studios picking up a bunch of people, though. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up, though, because, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, we talked about Ubisoft and their troubles that they're going through, and right. I'm glad we could take the time to uh, do it, stuff like it this. It sucks, because yeah. it, making video games is hard, and it's not like, unless you're at a, a really specific studio, it's not like a sure thing that you're going to have a job after a game, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You get picked up by a studio for a game, and more than likely, you're let go after that. Yeah, very cyclical, project-based yeah. type work. So. so, you have maybe steady work for three or four years, and then... Unless the game doesn't come out, which there's a lot of that. Unless it's Final Fantasy 15 and it takes 10 years. <laughs> yeah, and, and well, I'm sure there's been plenty of... It'd be quite, quite a story around that game. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, also, with Last Guardian, um, there needs to be yeah. a documentary on that. Yeah. yeah. That would be nice, actually. Made by us. Yeah. Okay. Us? Yeah, we're going to do it. All right. We're gonna, we're Some investigated journalism. Yeah. I mean, we did break the story that uh, IGN falsely reported. Yeah, that, uh, we did. That video is still up, by yeah. the way. So, check that Damn. out. About a throwback. The only yeah. haptic intel reports <laughs> that's ever been done. Um, okay, but yeah, I just want to throw it in there because it sucks. No, definitely. Um, all right, moving into the rundown. This Today we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy. We're going to be talking about Overwatch. We're going to be talking about Axiom Verge. We're going to be talking about PS4K. We're going to be talking about Valve. We're going to be talking about a lot of other things too. Call of Duty. Nintendo. Damn. It's a packed uh, schedule here. It's a, long, it's a long list. In other weeks, I will write it down, so it's better. But I just want to throw that out there to you guys, let you know what we're going to be talking about. Also, I haven't noticed that on my pop filter. I forgot it, so. And I don't know if you noticed, but it's hot as balls in this room, so if we're yeah. sweating it's profusely. It's literally probably like 130 degrees, so you're going to see yeah. us doing this a lot. You see us doing this a lot. Yeah. My beard's going to start getting sweaty, but it's all right. These pants, these shorts that I'm wearing right now, um, you know why I hate these shorts? I like them because they're thin and they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. But listen, the back of my knees sweat profusely mm. anytime I sweat. It's the back of my knees mm. and my ass and my like face. Your, like your leg pit? Your yeah, like pit. my it, leg pit. It's called the, cre the crevices of your body. So I guarantee 34 yeah, now, just... there's fucking going to be a huge wet stain on the back of my... I hate these shorts for that. Roll them up, dude. Just to... Roll them up nice and good. There you go. All right. Yeah, nope. there's going to be a huge fucking sweat stain on the back of the shorts. No more problem. 
We're good. Yeah, no more, except my fucking knees are sweaty. Viewers, you should be happy to see that you didn't see what just took place, so. <laughs> well, they kind of, I think they might have, I mean. Well, he's trying hard, but. Yeah. There he goes a little bit. Right. A little Sorry. bit of leg. Yeah. Listen, dude, my uh, thighs are nice and thick, all right? All right. Okay, Final Fantasy Fifteen held their uncovered event on March 31st, I believe, was the date hosted by Greg Miller and Tim Geddes from Kind of Funny. I just want to say, first of all, they did a fantastic job. They did. And they did a great job uh, in the event that the information that they were revealing yeah, was, was leaked. And early. they made a joke about it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it. Uh, fuck you, GameSpot. They should be closed down and everyone there <laughs> should be just... That's it. Yeah. Because they literally took what could have been one of the best moments in gaming history yeah. and fucking destroyed it. Yeah. They, they really dropped the ball. Yeah. They, they fucking up. destroyed it. And did you see fucking... What's... Oh, what's his name? Hajime Tabata. What about him? When he came out, he's being all cute with the button. Yeah. yeah. It would have been so much fucking cooler if GameSpot didn't do that. Yeah. So fuck you, GameSpot. Close down. You're done. <laughs> I actually unsubscribed from them on YouTube. Um, I unfollowed them from Instagram. Why were you subscribed uh, to them in the first place? On Twitter. Uh, I don't know. Because they're bad. Now, here's the thing. GameSpot usually does uh, coverage with Greg Miller and Tim Geddes and all the guys from Kind of Funny. Yeah. So it's weird and kind of... Yeah, kind of yeah. fucked up. If you ask so, me, but. I mean, it's not everyone's fault there, but whoever's fault it is, I hope you feel like a cuck because you are. Yeah. And what was funny that someone on Twitter observed that, like IGN reporter, like the information like leaked when it was like officially like I'm sure all these places knew, but like they had to wait until the event mm-hmm. to have it. Mm-hmm. Right. And IGN was like, "Oh, this is a leak from Gamespot." And it's like, well, everyone like but, knew this already. It's just weird how like other outlets cover yeah. each other when they fuck. Well, up. it's like it's like when a game comes out or a movie comes out, if it leaks early uh, from one fran- like one store franchise, any other store franchise yeah. in the area can take that product if they have proof that it leaked early, and they can also leak it early. So what IGN saw was probably Gamespot leaked, it, and they're like, "Oh, now we can make <laughs> money." By people clicking Get on our views, shit, yeah. exactly, because they now had the free range to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, and they've been more rumor based with like the videos they put out. Mm-hmm. It's really because the fucking the little people and like the boards and stuff are mm-hmm. the ones that actually break the stories. So. Yeah, it's just it's a shame, like because it's been ten years coming for this. Is mm-hmm. could have been a huge reveal. I mean, it still was, and the whole event was cool, and the stuff that they showed was yeah, cool. It seems super hot. But I'm saying that date, you know, like yeah. for actually fans to get yeah. like to see that date, yeah, like you can see it on your calendar. How about yeah. when it went from like November 30th back to September? Yeah, that would have been so much cooler. Yeah. Like if we didn't know yeah. the actual date before that. I was watching with my girlfriend, and I was like. You ready? They're going to reveal the date. It's going to be September 30th. And she was like, how do you know? And I was like, it leaked earlier. And she's like, really? That seems so far away. And I was like, don't worry. That's when it's going to be. And it was like going. And then it went to like November. And she was like, see? It went to November. And she said, see? And I was like, wait. <laughs> and like rolled back. And I was like, told you. Yeah. So. so it's just it's a shame. And I feel bad for, you know, Greg Miller, Tim Geddes, and especially Tabata, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone that's working on that. So. But first of all, Uncovered was fucking slick. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, best gaming press press conference ever held. You think so? Ever held, hands Damn. down. It was fucking amazing, and how they did everything with like the calendar, like okay, mm. here's the first reveal segment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they kept doing that. Yeah. It was just fucking slick, dude. It was awesome. Yeah, it was good. It was awesome. So let's get into. It. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna butcher a lot of these names, so I'm sorry. Are you uncovering each me. one in order? I just want to run down because okay. Stephen didn't watch the whole thing and just talk about a yeah. few things. Okay. Um. So Hiro Hironobi Sakaguchi. Mm, yes. That sounds the, right. The father of Final Fantasy, if you yeah. know, he was the first yeah. one to come out. That was really cool to see that. Oh, that is um, nice, yeah. Yeah, so 
Um, and he talked. Porgy Pig came out, so that's all. No, but he talked about how he had a conversation with Tabata, and they're trying to take like Final Fantasy back to like its challenger roots and like make it more challenge, more difficult and stuff like that. And you know, it it made me think about how for fans. I mean, I haven't played them, but for fans, like the last few Final Fantasy installments have been lackluster. They haven't been as good. I mean, they had an MMO. And then thirteen, so right. those are the two latest ones. So, yeah. so I f- thirteen was shit on. Yeah, but um, I thought that was cool for him to come out and yeah, he was like, that. "This is good. Like, it's trust me. I talked with the bot. It's gonna be good." And he's the father of Final Fantasy, which I'm sure fans went insane for. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, like, I know I'll think all three of us are on the side more of Greg Miller, where we haven't played it, but we're interested now. Oh least. hell yeah! Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if you're interested or not, Stephen. Um, yeah, but you, it'd be you hard to say I wouldn't be interested. You haven't in played it. any of the other ones, right? Um, played some of three, which was one on the DS. Okay. Um, which that's just typical, like you pick your class and your jobs and all that shit. And it was good. Um, I played through Chrono Trigger, which is very similar to Final Fantasy mm-hmm. in terms of like the, um, yeah. act time out on that game is fucking slick. So mm-hmm. one of the best games I ever played, in my opinion, I think it's one of the best JRPGs ever made mm-hmm. as I'd well. Like to play it. Um, I have it on DS if you have a way to do that or I think just it's on Vita. find other means is it, it is Vita? yeah it's a ps1 yeah. port but i heard the ps1 port was kind of shaky the ds yeah. one has like new quests and shit but anyway yeah i played that super fucking good i have final fantasy 4 which i want to play mm-hmm. i have 7 the ps4 thing which i still want to play yeah see all these games i want want to play but didn't have the chance to get to yet and i want to play 6 which a lot of people say is the best one yeah, yeah. it's more future based kind of like this one but yeah yeah i wanted to say uh, like you said us three we're like Greg Miller, where we didn't play the game, right. any of the games, but we're like, we respect it and we're excited for 15. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the yeah. same time, I think all three of us are also excited for the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though we never play Final Fantasy VII, just because and of the way they don't like that is episodic. Exactly. We, we talked about that. There's a discussion up about that, so check that yeah. out. Yeah. But I, I just think that's interesting yeah. as well. Like we're obviously trying to get into Final yeah. Fantasy, but uh, and they're making it very easy with mm-hmm. everything that they're all the supplementary stuff they're coming out with before the game. Mm-hmm. They're build. There's immediately they're already starting building this world, and they talked about that on stage. I can't remember the guy's name, but like building this world and like making all this backstory and like just they're making they're building up this world that I'm really interested in that I want to get involved in, mm-hmm. and they're making me invest in the characters before the game's even out. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um. So they then they showed um, a new trailer, which was fucking slick. It showed this dragon. It showed this like one big boss with a fucking sword, um, which was fucking slick. Um, and then the King, what's his face, was narrating it, and oh, it gave don't make me fucking ki- uh, uh, King uh, King Regis Regis King Regis uh, was narrating this. Um, King Regis Philbin yeah. and Noctis is his son. It kind of gave us some backstory or some insight into what the story's kind of going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, not like a super complex story, but interesting story. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting regardless. Um, then there was this. They were showed them riding these bird creatures, which were called chocobos. chocobos. Yes, they're yeah. from other games. Yeah, there's a fucking rhino. There was flying creatures. Now let's talk about the chocobos real quick. You can fucking drift on the chocobos. Yeah, you can. That is literally slick. Like yeah. in Mario Kart. In one of the uh, like the game trailers that they showed later, they showed a lot of like the chocobo mm-hmm. shit. Chode, 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 chode cabos. Chode cabos. Yeah. Um, so uh, that trailer was fucking slick. They also showed a, a fucking Titan. Mm. The big giant dude. The, yeah, yeah, which was, uh, what's-his-face confirmed that it was called a Titan later. Yes. Um, the, mm, I can't remember. I did hear that. Um, yeah, but it was slick how it ended. The fucking Titan smashed down. Mm-hmm. It was slick. That trailer was amazing. So 
Um, also, I liked the choice of the trailer music, which was Stand uh, By Me. Yeah, it was a cover by yeah, uh, Florence, Florence and the Machine. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. always have great music, Final Fantasy. It's one of the best in video games, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final Fantasy uh, music. The fucking the music already... From the chip, from the old chip tune, like the famous battle theme. There's something I want to like the orchestral shit. There's something I want to say about that. I want to wait till we get to the demo, though. I want to talk about the music in the demo. Okay. Yeah. But I'll wait. Um, And they showed the um, the composer. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Um, But they had her in the beginning, and they talked like they talked about the other composer, like the guy who originally composed. And I think they, I think he was the one in that. Wasn't he the one in that video? What video? Might be wrong. Remember the one person sent in a video because they couldn't be there. Yeah, I think that was him. I, I I'm not. That was him. Sure. I believe it I was. I think it was, but I'm not entirely sure. And then they showed uh, the new person now, which is a female, which is great. There's actually been a yeah. lot of articles I read online on how it's this is a big step for such a you know what I mean having mm-hmm. a female composer in, in the industry. But the battle music already for the game is fucking slick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't stop listening to it. All the songs are out. Yeah. Good. My ears. Should I just talk about what I think about this, the music from the demo right now, or should I wait till the demo? Because I, mean, I do to. want to talk. I really we're want to say We're going to get there. I think the music's fucking awesome, and it reminds me of Kingdom Hearts a lot. A lot, a lot. But I'll talk about that even I more. I think that can come. But the, no, the music was good. So they made 14 announcements. Um, 15. What? 15. 15. With uh, Tabata there at the end. Um, Yoshitake Imano did that art, the box art. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Love the box art, too. Very yeah. Which is beautiful and then they 3d animated it and yeah that was yeah, awesome that was slick um that reminds me the japanese box art do you see that yeah. it's like them it looks like they're on a desert road and it's all four of them walking like down like this mad max looking desert road like with the car oh, and shit yeah it's cool looking i don't think it'll be the u.s one yeah but it's neat i mean i know i got the deluxe edition of the game yeah which has the fucking slick colorful box yeah, art exactly yeah that's what i'm excited for yeah it's oh, awesome um I can't remember her first name. I think her last name is Shimura, is the composer. Okay. For, okay. Cool. That sounds about right. Yeah. So then they showed the gameplay videos. Um, the maps are fucking huge mm-hmm. and absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, slick. Um, they showed a little bit more of an updated HUD. Um, we saw all these gameplay videos. Like, the, the right-hand side with all everyone's health and, like, your uh, MP and stuff like that are mm-hmm. all the same mm-hmm. in your health. But the other side looked different, like, with the selection of the different... The D-pad. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then going into, you know, the... Uh, the platinum demo also hitting the touchpad to bring up and swap out things. Mm-hmm. It seemed that way seemed more cohesive than it did when we played Do Sky. It, yeah. it, it was was more, it in the start menu? Yeah, it was like it was easier, much easier to traverse and like, you know what I mean. I'm sure mm-hmm. once you get more weapons, it'll be a lot harder to uh, manage it with the D-pad, but uh, it worked for the demo yeah, definitely. Um, they showed some driving, um, which really showed up the lighting, the textures really well. The lighting is fucking beautiful um they showed more battles um and we finally got a glimpse of what the final battle system is and we got to play that as well in the demo uh, the demo uh they, then they showed environment footage again maps beautiful. are huge beautiful mm-hmm. um they talked about the characters we already i mean we don't really need to get, go into them we know what they are mm-hmm. noctis prince of what the name of the kingdom I just call it every time I've talked about it. I've just called it Lucius. I, I was watching the yeah. trailers before. Lucius, I came I think some, right. Yeah, I know Lucius. Yeah, and basically the story is about him taking back his kingdom. Ignis is an advisor to Noctis. What's his face? Uh, Gladio. Gladio is like his bodyguard friend thing, mm-hmm. and then Prompto is not of royal descent. He's just like a friend. He's a dude, a quirky guy. Um, then they showed anime characters and they announced Brotherhood, Final Fantasy mm-hmm. fifteen. The first episode is out now on Final Fantasy's uh, YouTube page. I watched it. You watched it. I watched it. Did you watch it? No. It was good. It was good. 
it was entertaining and it was fun and the ending was the ending was tension building yeah uh, it's a five episode Good series show. which will all be out before mm-hmm. the game releases they're ten minutes long each so it adds up to about 50 minutes I would say unless one's way longer than the other episodes which I don't know if they'll do that but they could have released it as a an anime movie I feel yeah. like you know a 50 minute anime movie but then again, they probably wanted something that spanned the time from now to the yeah, game comes out. Yeah, right. A gradual drip. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, then they showed um, King Regis, which is Noctis' father, Luna, who is um, Noctis is going to marry her in the mm-hmm. beginning, and then shit goes down with the kingdom. I believe that is what happens, yes. Yeah. Um, and then they talked about the Kingsglaive full CG movie mm-hmm. for Final Fantasy. And it looks badass. It does. It looks fucking slick. You have Aaron Paul playing the voice of... Nyx. Nyx. That's correct. Um, you have Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. Playing Luna. Playing Luna, and then you have Sean Bean, from, also from Game of Thrones, and uh, Lord of the Rings playing King Regis. Yes. So he's fucking slick voice cast. Yeah, that's good shit. I don't think that Sean Bean, his name is? Yeah. I don't think he's playing King Regis in the game, though, because no. they did the voiceover. I'm pretty sure it's just the anime. Yeah. 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 Which bothers me, honestly, a little bit. We'll see how different they are. I mean... It, bother- it just bothers me because... There's no consistency there. And it's going to... I don't know. Yeah, I feel you. Um, yeah, so he's playing Nyx. Uh, and Aaron Paul, again, playing Nyx, is the main character. So he is the main protagonist. Okay. in, um, And apparently he's like... He works for like a special forces king's glaive guard type mm-hmm. thing. Is what he described it I, I would assume that Nyx is a uh, gladio type of character where he is... Gla- you know, gladio is there to defend Noctis. Right. I feel like he's a part of the same thing as Nyx, and Nyx is there to defend yeah. the kingdom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then they moved in, talking about so many games of Final Fantasy, which apparently are really popular among fans. I didn't know that. Yeah. And they're releasing Justice Monster 5 for mobile, for mm-hmm. iOS and Android, which will also be in the game. So it's kind of RPG pinball. Yeah. I don't know. It's cool. Looks fine. Yeah, I think it looks for fans. Um, and it'll be available again before the game, and I think you can pre-register now for early access to yes. it. Um, and then they went into the demo, or the other, the Platinum demo, and Matt Kishimoto came out and talked about it. And he was pretty it. cool, Matt Kishimoto. He was, cool. he was actually the only part of the conference that I didn't like. Oh, yeah? He felt, he was, again, whereas like Greg Miller and Tim Geddes, yeah, they were rehearsed, and you could tell that they were a little rehearsed, but they're not corporate. Mm-hmm. You could tell that Matt was corporate. Oh, yeah. And I hate that about conferences when people are corporate about it. Yeah, because then it can get awkward if something goes wrong. Yeah. Or that's why I like, you know, Phil Spencer so much because he doesn't feel corporate when he talks. Mm -hmm. He feels like a normal human being. Whereas Don Matrick felt corporate. Yeah, I understand. Um, Yeah, so he came out and talked about it. Um, If you haven't played it, you should play it. It's available for download on PS4 and Xbox Xbox One. One. PC or two? No, there's no PC for Final Fantasy XV planned right now. They did mention that uh, after they get everything settled for the game, that they might they consider might. a PC. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and download it. It's called the Platinum Demo. It's fucking good. Basically, you play as your young Noctis in his dream, mm-hmm. and you're running through, and you fight uh, monsters that we saw in this guy demo with, like, toy swords and toy hammers. Yeah, they're called nightmares. Yeah. And you can run around collecting these, like, crystals, and you get, the more crystals you get, you can uh, access these pads, these pressure pe- pressure plates which essentially do different things you can turn them monsters it switches the time of day it switches the weather, weather stuff like it's basically like a tech demo it's a tech demo and they, they're using it to show off all the beautiful different things that the game can do right um so i guess it's going to kind of be a spoiler for the platinum demo and it's not really a big deal but i think everything that was in the trailer for the platinum demo 
would be what you're gonna say yeah. if you know what I mean. Like they leave. Oh, they did show the okay. The final boss. Yeah, was, the final boss, which yeah. was was pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, at the end cool. of that, I kind of got cucked because basically you go and you fight him as you turn into regular regular Noctis, Noctis and then mm-hmm. you fight him. And once you get him down or whatever, you can then warp. Like it unlocks towards the end. I don't like you just yeah like towards the middle of the fight you should be able to start warping because I got him I was literally like about to kill him and then it showed me that I can warp and I was like oh. you can warp whenever but you can't warp to the points up in the like up in the sky like on the poles and stuff like that oh. until later on okay. like she like she but says it was cool it was intense he was actually kind of difficult yeah I'm that is until you get the fire spells and there's like the pre- the pressure oh, plates yeah. that give you more spells yeah and you could literally just spam three of them and he's dead or. Damn. Did you get the fucking the meteor or whatever one? I did in the as young Noctis, not against the boss Dude. though. Holy shit, that was slick. It like rains down all those shits. Yeah, yeah. it was fucking, it was insane. I so. want to say the demo really reminds me of Kingdom Hearts. The gameplay, mm-hmm. the music, everything. I was like, holy shit, I'm playing a mature Kingdom Hearts right now with no fucking Donald and Goofy. Not yeah. that I hate, I don't hate Kingdom Hearts by any means. I love that game. Yeah, big series. Um, but yeah, it felt like Kingdom Hearts, and it was really good and. There's one moment I really I want to mention that stood out to me. There's a pressure plate by this lake, and if you hit it, the giant serpent monster oh, rises. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like, hovers over you for a minute, and, and then, then it, it crystallizes and shoots down yeah. into the lake. That was, like, that was early on. That was the yeah. very first, like, area. Yeah, so make sure you guys... It's kind of hidden. It's off the beaten path, so make sure you guys check that out. It's really nice. And so, the part with the titan, when he comes down and peeks over the... Oh, yeah. Right in the beginning, that's yeah. also slick. So it's not... It took me, like, 40, 45 minutes to beat... I mean, I, I explored everything that I could... Um, so it's not long. Definitely check it out. Yeah, you could beat it in thirty minutes. Yeah, you you could run through it real quick just to yeah. get to the end if you wanted to. But it's nice. Take your time with it. Look around. It's a uh, cool one. Then you have um, what's his face with you? Carbuncle. Carbuncle. Uh, you can name whoever you want at the end, which is really cool. Yeah, and I'll show you. Who I That's a little cat thing. Right? Yeah. yeah, and he transfers to the main game. Okay, yeah. cool. I don't know if nice. anyone watches uh, Ethan and Yellow or H three H three, but I named mine Ethan Bradbury. That's good. And then you can use him. Nice in the game. game. Yeah. So. I thought, uh, if we want to talk like a little more deeply about the demo, I thought it was cool that Carbuncle talks to you via your cell phone. Like, you like, yeah. like you get the cell phone, and I didn't like it at first, but then he starts like sending emotes to you, and I like that. Like, yeah. he sends little emojis. Yeah, that's cute. That yeah. part I could have done with it. I would have rather oh, yeah? actually like been voice acted or something. Really? Yeah. I liked it. It was a good way to explain it and to handle it. I think if they would have done it any other way, besides him actually speaking, it would have been strange. Um, but yeah, I like that. Is he there to give you like tips and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Navi kinda, and kinda Zelda. Like, like yeah. direct you. He like leads your way. Where okay. to go. Cool. He's yeah. like, over here, it's where you got to go, mm-hmm. and you'll go and you do it. So, it was cool. Um, then they showed the Deluxe Edition and the Collector's Edition for the game. Um, the, the Deluxe Edition comes with a steel book, the Kingsglaive, like, physical copy of the full CG movie. Comes with the game, special uh, book, and, like, an outfit and weapons and DLC stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the collector's edition, which comes with an art book, comes with like a Noctis statue, and it's a figure. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can't get it anymore. So yeah, it's expensive. Two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, and there's only thirty thousand. Yeah, and there are. I think it's gone. Only Square Enix's website. Yeah, and it's gone. So yeah. GG. I wanted to get it and I did not. I went on there ten minutes after they announced it. It was still up, so I was like, damn, that's surprising. Yeah. Um, I went on the day after. I was like, Let me. yeah. So it's cool though. Um, and then Tabata came out at the end and he did like the whole button thing when he pressed it and. The date was revealed. And it was just, it was slick. I mean, I was excited for the game before, um, even more so after we saw that Nilfheim base, whatever, gameplay. That was a good trailer. Yeah, yeah but, like stealthy gameplay. This conference fucking hit the dick on the cock, dude. Okay, it was amazing. Hands down, best conference for a video game I've ever seen. All right. 
I agree. It was pretty good. Opinion. So, you think? Uh, I heard they want it. They need 10 million units sold for it to be considered a success. Uh, you think they'll sell, do that? Well, let's think about this. GTA 5 sold, what was it? I think now it's something 50, 60 million. Yeah, 50, 50 or 60, 60 million. million yeah. But they sold 12 million the first day? Yeah, the first day, I believe. Something like that. Um, I think Final Fantasy 15 will sell well more than that many copies the first day. I don't think so. I think GTA 5 is... Uh, GTA Five appeals to normies, and it's uh, in the class on its own. Yeah. I think it'll. I think eventually it'll hit ten million. Like I don't know, it's hard to say because like I think in terms of tangible release dates, that's the game furthest out that we know is coming out this year. Um, of course, there's like the Battlefield and Titanfall yeah. oh. so that'll come out earlier or later yeah. this year. Yeah. Pardon me, but oh, we, we don't know yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, if I don't get it right away, I'll probably buy it sometime. Yeah, I, I definitely am gonna get it. I I just like I said, I don't think that it's gonna first day be GTA 5. There's no way. GTA 5, there was like kids that never played video games that were just like, oh yeah, G- a new Grand Theft Auto. I liked Grand Theft Auto. I played it when I was a kid. I'll get it. And I that's think why. it's going to sell 15 million copies the first day. Whatever you say, Josh. I just think well, the I wouldn't audience, put money on that, but The audience sure, is a little more niche, fine. in my opinion, I guess, Fantasy. It's th- huge. It's don't get me wrong. It's more niche, but I think, and what's how they did the event and how they're catering to they're catering to hardcore Final Fantasy fans and they're also, also bringing in the, all these new yeah. fans of well, the game then we'll have to see how like the marketing this. is for GTA the game GTA 5 they marketed it to hardcore GTA fans and people that never they just wanted to play a game that looked beautiful and had yeah. online and then there was the people that were like I don't play video games I'll just buy this game because it's Grand Theft Auto and it'll last so long regardless it will do well it's going to sell way yeah. more than 10 million copies at least eventually, eventually. yeah yeah no doubt I think it'll hit that on the first day. So. Whatever but you say. Final Fantasy 15 slick times a million. I'm ready for it. Yes, and they said the campaign's going to take you more than 50 hours or something like that. Yeah, that's good. So They've been working on it for 10 years. GG. I expected 10 years worth of gameplay. 10 F- years? Five hours a year. Yeah. yeah. It'll be good. That's shit if you think about it. I mean, obviously they weren't working on oh, the story. But if it was like literally they got five hours of story done every single year yeah. leading up to it, that's fucking abysmal. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. Anything else to say? No. It's good. Get it. Done. Overwatch has removed a horribly sexist and offensive victory pose from a female character known as Tracer. Yes. Let's talk about it. So, Brett. What's up? I'll let you go ahead and talk about this first before I... Uh... Yeah, because you have something... I don't you... know if you've read this. No, not, yeah. But... You said there was something extra that I didn't know about. I've got a spicy meme for you. So here's the deal, guys. Obviously, you probably know what's going on. So uh, Overwatch is this game coming out. It's very much like Team Fortress 2. You run around playing as different classes, different characters. Really fun, really cute looking, really colorful. Looks nice, looks slick. I'm going to get it. Uh, There's a character named Tracer who is one of the most recognizable characters in the game right now, in my opinion. Uh, I showed you art. What does she look like? She has like this orange jumpsuit on and these goggles. She has a short hair. Yeah. Over this way. So you'll know what she looks like. So she she looks pretty nice and her character's pretty cool. And recently... On the Blizzard, I believe, forums, mm-hmm. uh, a mother complained that her daughter grew up watching her mother play video games and whatever, and she's been watching her play Overwatch, and her daughter doesn't... Basically, Tracer has a pose, a victory pose that you can apply. There's like It's like a skin, if you will, that you can apply. So when a game is finished, you can change what pose she will do. And one of them is called Behind the Shoulder or Over the Shoulder, Right. Is that, is that what it's called? Over, I don't fucking know. It's, shit, called, it's called over the shoulder, and it's basically her facing her back towards you, looking back at you with her gun, 
and her butt is obviously since she's her back is facing you her butt is there front and center yeah and she's not really doing anything promiscuous she's not shaking her butt she's, she's not squeezing booty. her butt her butt is just it's not even that big but it's just she's there she's there you got buns huh and her butt is there and the mom was saying that her daughter sees that and she's like mom why is her butt there blah, blah, blah. and it became this thing and then everyone was this is not a question to ask but i don't i can't i'm not gonna pretend to know because i'm not a woman but go on i'm sorry so yeah that's that's pretty much it like the mom was triggered that her daughter had to see that the game is you know rated whatever it's rated t or m and you know a little girl shouldn't be watching her play it anyway um but yeah that's the problem is the butt is there and the mom was offended by the butt in the this is my my structured version of the story anyway um you can go check it out yourself. But the mom was hashtag triggered at the butt. And this forced uh, the, the company, Blizzard, to remove the, po- the pose from the game. It's gone. Uh, and the creative director, I believe, defended his position and, his, and their actions. And he said, yeah, we did it. We didn't do it because of that. We did it because the pose was generic Bullshit. and we wanted to get rid of it Bullshit. for the longest time because we didn't know what to do. Bullshit. So people are calling him a shill and calling the game a fucking shill and a cuck and the game's now getting shit on. So here's the thing. I can see both sides. You can see both sides? I really? can see both sides. I, don't, I can't. I get it. Women are objectified in games. Men are sometimes too, but women the definitely wi- more Women so. are, but in this situation, I don't think that there was any objectification no, I, I going on at all. But I can see, you know, but here's the thing. Um... The, the target, men have the same pose. The larger, by the way. yeah, the larger dem. Oh, well, yeah. The well, men yeah. have the same pose sure. in the game over the shoulder. Yeah, but the larger demographic of games, and this is what it boils down to, is sex sells, and the larger demographic of games are men. And you know what appeals to men? Women. So there you go. Uh, cry about it. I don't really care. Um, I'm not a feminist. I can see your point if you want to complain about that. But uh, of all games, why choose this one? Uh, I could start you a longer list of games that do it way worse, and uh, there's been no high cry about them. So. And this game has a large list of female characters in it as well like it's not like they're it's not like team fortress 2 where it's all men you know what i mean like yeah. they actually they put female characters in it mm-hmm. uh it, they're trying yeah. i would assume they're trying to not leave the women out in the dust and because of a simple pose whatever you know. it, it's the other side of it is that it's fucking pointless and stupid and who cares i just think that the company is wrong to uh to absolutely bullshit they didn't do it because of that post of course they did yeah. fucking kidding me all right Anyway. So what was your... Yeah, uh, tying into that on uh, the uh, side of everyone's fucking shitting on Blizzard and that uh, people are hating on this game hard now. There's been a petition... I'm excited for the game, by mm. the way. I want this. This is a game I want. So yeah, I'm cool. indifferent. There's been a petition that's been started, Brett. Title of the petition. The vaunted petition. Activision and Blizzard. Please remove <laughs> guns from your game Overwatch. <laughs> Good. Good. This is what the uh, petition describes. While this is a good start, them referring to removing the sexual pose, we in the gaming community still have many concerns about the upcoming Overwatch game, including the use of guns to violently kill other players, sometimes even going as far as shooting each other in the head. We, the gaming community, would like to put a stop to this brutality. Please sign this petition if you agree. We can cleanse Overwatch of all its problematic guns and sexuality. We will finally have a first-person shooter that we can play with our entire family. First-person shooter with no guns. So, uh, the petition's goal was 12,000 signatures. It's over 11,000 now. I have signed it myself. <laughs> uh, so, if you'd like to sign it, please sign it. I, I think will. it's a meme petition. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, a it's petition, but it's funny. funny as fuck how many yeah. fucking signatures I got. Yeah, I'm, um, I should sign it. So... Activision and Blizzard, um, let me tell you something. 
By doing that, you have taken your target demographic and you have uh, made them not buy your game. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to... Yeah, because they took the side of like the minority. Yeah. You so, know? Uh, have fun with that. And have fun uh, having your game be a fucking bomb. <laughs> I think this is excellent. And this is just... This is a part of many videos and petitions that have been created about this situation. So, uh, I, what's his name? Boogie? Yeah. Made a video... Uh, where he was talking about him, talking about stuff, I think. Uh, what's his name? The guy who has cancer. Uh, Total Biscuit. Total Biscuit. He did a video on it. It was excellent. I think he talked about Winston, the gorilla, and he was saying how he's objectified. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, I'm mad as an animal rights activist of objectified yeah. monkey ass. Yeah. No, there's like a pose. Please take that out There's of a pose where Winston, like, turns red and he's like fire eyes and he's like all jacked up and it's like look at this he's objectifying men because he's like all muscular and stuff honestly so. they they should switch the objectification from her so the monkey just flings shit at you and if they get rid of the gun he can just fling his shit it's a good idea they really That's uh, objectifying they monkeys. really shot themselves in the foot with yeah. this one. and it's unfortunate because whether you're excited for the game or not like you or i'm indifferent um they're fucking stupid because i mean regardless of whether this happened or not like say i was excited for the game before and then this happened it would be fucking stupid but it wouldn't prevent me from necessarily buying the game but i guarantee you there is hundreds of thousands of people out there that have that mindset that hey blizzard activision you did this uh, i'm not buying your game now definitely so gg fuck you guys all right all right, all right. i thought that was funny though that is it's hilarious. i saw a lot of them but i saw this and i was like what it's <laughs> a good one that peak, dude. Holy shit. That's nice, right? <laughs> That's good. Axiom Verge comes to PS Vita on April 19th. We finally have a release date pew, pew. for this fucking game on Vita. Yeah. Tom Hap. I got some quotes from him from He's the PlayStation the one, blog. The one man who created this game. He says, quote, I'd like to give a little bit of context on what took so long. When I started development of Axiom Verge, I was using a development framework called XNA. Support for XNA was abandoned, so the community created an open source version of XNA called Mono Game. Sony told me that they were working to get Mono Game supported on both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. I knew that Axiom Verge would be great on handheld, so I jumped at the opportunity. Tom Spillman from Sickhead Games was in charge of the porting process. Porting an engine to a new platform is an incredibly complicated task, yet he was able to pull it off. Easily for the PlayStation 4. After the PlayStation 4 version was done, however, porting it to Vita turned out to be a lot more challenging. Optimizing an engine is so slow and painstaking work. As the months ticked by, Tom was feeling a great deal of pressure to get Mono Game working. This keeps going. I, I get the point. I mean... But um, then he says... He makes an analogy... Um, like saying getting Axiom Verge to work on the PS Vita is that of a light bulb. For months, Tom Spielman was putting in all of the writing, but until it was fully connected, the light bulb just couldn't turn on. Mm. And finally, about a month ago, Tom Spielman was able to make the final connection. The build went from not running at all on Vita to almost running perfectly with just a few bugs. Nice. Um, so he said that they discussed this with Sony and they've settled on the launch of April 19th. And as promised, since the beginning, it'll be cross-buy. So if you're already owning a PlayStation 4, you own it on Vita. And he said one more thing, just to thank everyone for the support and patience. Both versions will be 10% off for the first week after the oh, PS Vita version sweet. launches. That's good shit. So if you don't get, own it yet, 10% off is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people should buy it. The game's fucking awesome. So I just thought it was interesting throwing it in there. They, uh, they've kind of been quiet about... It, you know what I mean? Well, he's been releasing stuff on Twitter. Yeah, but they've been they've been working on it a lot, and mm-hmm. we haven't really heard anything directly from Sony about it. Oh no, Sony not at all. Yeah, it's been Tom Happ himself that's yeah. been revealing well, things. Shows you how much they think about the Vita. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, 
They finally got it figured out. Good. It's a good game. You guys should get it. Which is good. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about um, Tom Happ and some other people that, you know, with that later. Dan Adelman. Yeah. So, I just, it's finally coming to beat. I know there's a lot of people excited about it. I personally am never going to play the game. It's not my type of game. I don't like those kinds of games. But people like Steven and I know yourself as mm-hmm. well like those games, like those Metrovania style games. So, it's coming. GG. All right. Sony's more powerful version of the PlayStation 4, also known as PlayStation 4.5 and PlayStation 4K, is expected to be announced prior to the launch of PlayStation VR this October, according to a new report from the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. So we spoke briefly about this last two weeks ago on the podcast, mm-hmm. we didn't have a podcast last week, um, where then it was still speculation, and then once the podcast was done, of course, it came out and it was confirmed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're saying that this is going to be released before, or announced before. The, yeah, the info released the before it. Okay. Yeah. So... I just want to take two things from that article, and then we'll talk about this. The upgraded PS4, this is from the report, the upgraded PS4 will reportedly be able to play 4K resolution content, according to the report, and deliver a richer gaming environment, including a high-end virtual reality experience. The Wall Street Journal's report corroborates previous stories from Kotaku and Eurogamer on Sony's plans to release a new version of the PS4. The journal also reports that Sony will continue manufacturing the existing PS4, as well as its more powerful successor. Hmm. Okay, so this is what we know. Being announced before that, it's confirmed it's going to be 4K. It sounds like an E3 announcement. Oh, yeah. Before I, I guarantee it'll yeah. probably be at E3. So what are your guys' thoughts on this? Because mine are that this is the wrong time to do this. Yeah. I think so, too. I think it's absolutely the worst time you could do this. You're trying to launch this console, console-priced uh, accessory to your current console and you're going to sit there and release another console to go along with it it's going to confuse people people aren't going to understand people are going to think that you need the new console to play the vr people are going to you know it's just not a good time it's going to muddy their message Mm -hmm. so the thing is ps4 is selling amazing Mm -hmm. right now you know i mean it's and it shows no signs of stopping so number one i think coming out with this or even announcing it it's kind of going to fuck that whole thing up because people are like oh well maybe I should wait for this now or whatever and then Kyle Moriarty from uh, Kind of Funny made a good point that it's going to make PS4 users that already have the PS4 feel like okay well it's just just fuck us then yeah I early guess. adopters of the PS4 yeah. so and it's cool. not even really early adopters I mean no. the PS4 has been out for what three years already now yeah. so it's like you're shitting on pretty much everyone yeah not just the early adopters but what really gets me is Let's take Xbox One, for example, mm-hmm. right? They came out with the Xbox One Elite, which had the hybrid drive and it had a larger hard drive and stuff like that. Yeah. But it didn't necessarily change the fundamental hardware of the game. The no, games no, launched no faster. Yeah, the games ran a little installed. better, whatever. But fundamentally, the console was the same. And correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Sony actually release a slightly stronger PlayStation 4 like model uh after the, the the model I own, the I think the, the one like the one that I own with the mat yeah. has something slightly different about yeah. it. Yeah, but it's still fundamentally the yeah. same. Is it the same skew? Do they just do they switch over? Uh, might be. A, I don't know. It's a different skew. I believe what I've read is that so the RAM is like instead of one, I don't know how to describe RAM, but like one instead of one eight gigabyte thing, there's eight one gigabyte. So I I know it consumes less power and it's quieter and it's all matte. Well, that's true because your PS4 loves fuck. Yeah, it is. Mine's not. Well, there's a lot of dust in there as well. Um, But the problem with this is you come out with this. If Mm -hmm. it was just like a a hybrid drive, a larger hard drive, 
whatever, fine, no big deal. But Xbox, going back again to that point, they needed something like that. They yeah. needed something to reinvigorate to get people to buy it. And it worked, modestly, but it worked. And mm -hmm. people bought it. And people sucked off the Elite controller as well. You move to this, PlayStation doesn't need it. PS4 is doing fine, doing amazing. It, the PS4 is still, they haven't harnessed the full power of the PS4. So why are you try like... <sighs> Can I bring up something? Yeah. I, this is my own personal guess, I haven't, I haven't read this anywhere. I think that at E3, they're going to announce this. It's going to be maybe a slimmer PS4, and they'll, you know, advertise it like that. But it's going to have the 4K. It's going to do all the things that it's been leaking, you know. I think the PS4K is going to have backwards compatibility, and they're going to announce it at E3. And it's going to be their way of getting back at Microsoft for doing last year at the E3 ceremony where they said backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. And I think it's going to be PS1, PS2, and PS3 in this PS4. I don't know about that. But why not? Because I just don't necessarily know that they're too concerned about that. I don't think they are, but because they have well, PS now. What do they buy Gaikai for games. then? Well, first of all, I don't think it's doing very well. No, it's doing bad. They're structuring things recently. They're you know making a lot of decisions, changing names, putting things together. I think that maybe even if it's just PS2 and PS1, I think that there's going to be. It's gonna, that's going to be more than four hundred bucks then. Okay, it's so. going to be five hundred dollars. I mean, PS3 was so expensive because it had a PS2 and a PS1 in it. Mm, I see what you're saying. It's going to be five hundred dollars if it comes out. I think it's going to emulate PS2 and PS1, and then it'll have the necessary uh, parts inside of it to play PS3 games. I, I think so. that's just that's I a just, speculation. I just honestly, it's a guess. It's it's wrong. It's a bad move. And then again, Calm, we already made it a good point from uh, kind of funny saying that. Well, then you kind of fuck developers. Yeah. Because then they have to, okay, then they have to make it for the PS4. And they got to make it for the PS4, okay? Yeah. And they also want to make it for Xbox One and PC. And they yeah, what eventually would happen, they just wouldn't make, the games would just run like shit on the right. old systems. But I, I understand the inverse argument of that. Well, then the consoles might hold the PC versions back. It's, I still, I just don't think it's a good move for them. They don't need it. You don't need it right now. I, mm. I'm not interested in it unless there's a trade-in program where I can get some money off if I, I trade in mine. Yeah, I doubt they do that. I don't. Yeah, well, I, it came out that apparently there is no plan. Sony came out and said yeah, there, I, there's I no doubt plans. that there would be. Um, but if it did have the backwards compatibility thing that I was sucking off, then I would instantly. That would be literally. I would buy it. That would be it. I'd take yeah. it. I'd buy it. It's mine. Yeah. Yeah, I heard some spicy memes on some guy claiming he was a fucking developer on NeoGaf about mm. some specs. Um, twice the speed uh, for a GPU upgrade. Which is big, so that's why when you're saying slim, I don't think it'd be slimmer. Yeah, if they want that big. If they want, if they put more tech in it, it's yeah, like, it'll be like the same size. I meant like it'd be like a new yeah. model. Yeah, you know yeah, because I mean? last gen they were all yeah. just slim. Well, they yeah. already, they already the got same. the slim going with the uh, the VR headset. So. Yeah, the VR headset comes yeah. with the PS4 slim. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, <laughs> slightly better CPU, and there were some leaked games as well, including a God of War four. Yeah, as well, like, I, I think I think that. Santa Monica is working on that right now. I think that's their yeah, main thing. Yeah, I wonder if it's like if they're ready to up being it being optimized on the PS4K. I don't know. It just that same the thread title said Q1 2017. Wow, so it's not a launch title then. No, for the for the Four. PS4. Oh, okay. okay, being out then. I don't know. It's just it makes me nervous. I don't like. It. I don't want them to do it. They're gonna do it. But... A lot of people also speculating that um you know Sony uh, has 4K TVs that it would help push that. It wouldn't help push shit. Well, I'm saying like that's the Sony's thought. Like no. we can get people to buy our TVs. Yeah, or they can stop making TVs and stop wasting their money. So there's that. How do they have good TVs? I don't know. They're expensive. They're expensive. That's the that's problem. That's the problem. Because 4K is like expensive. The, yeah, 
And 4K is definitely slightly taking off with PCs, but you can get much cheaper monitors and stuff like that, and you don't deny those. Valve has been found guilty of breaching Australian consumer law. I heard about this, but I don't know what, yeah. any of it. Now, so. this was a um, lawsuit that started back in... It might have been end of 2013. I think it was 2014. Um, but in... Oh, it's 2014. I have it written down right here. In August 2014, the Australian Competition and Consumer Associate Commission, ACCC, ACCC, announced that it was suing Valve, saying that the company had made false or misleading representations under the Australian consumer law with its refund policy. Um, the story I got from Polygon, I believe. Um, at the time, Valve had not yet implemented its refund system, which they were working on. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which was introduced in June 2015. The accusations in 2014 said that Valve, stating its consumers are not entitled to refunds, quote, unless required by local law, end quote, meant that it had excluded, restricted, or modified statutory guarantees and or warranties that goods would be of acceptable quality. Does that make sense? Do you want me to say that again? I I heard it. I just don't understand it, really. So they're saying... What was the problem? That unless it was required by local law... Okay. Right. That... The refunds that they would that they wouldn't offer the refunds. Yeah, the, the, okay. Essentially, and Australia was a place where it wasn't. Right, it wasn't implemented yet. Okay. So, in September of 2014, the ACCC outlined demands for Valve that it had to be implemented within 30 days of a successful court case. Okay. So Australia had refund, poli- like legislation like, on the books, right. like, like consumer the local, laws, right? Can they and Valve them? was dodging him. Yeah, right. go on and yeah, no, you see what more. So, according to Kotaku Australia, Valve has been found guilty. Okay, So, in its defense, Valve said it did not officially conduct business in Australia, rather that it provided access using an online store, and that its Steam subscriber agreement is the law in Washington, USA, rather than Australia. Are you fucking kidding me? Gaben was trying That's why you hire the lawyer. You're fucking stupid, Valve. <laughs> Gaben was trying hard there. That is the most ridiculous argument I've ever fucking heard of. That's like saying... Okay, say Amazon was strictly based like in fucking China, right? And that's like saying, oh, hey, I'm going to buy something from them, right? I'm going to buy something from something in China. But, 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 I only have to follow the laws in China, not here. Yeah. Buy like child porn or something? Yeah. No, it's, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, that would be the... Yeah. Right, you would buy something illegal or here. Or like workplace laws, yeah. which Amazon did not officially not conduct business in Australia. You have people buying things in Australia, yeah. That's so like, therefore, you're conducting business in Australia. Yeah, that's regardless like, of where the fuck they're buying from online. That's like lawyer talk right there. Yes. We're not we're not conducting business, but we have online stores that provide services. Yeah. How do you make your business, Val? Just because you're fucking server. Does- it's so fucking stupid. When I read this argument, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, man? they probably knew they were fucked when Australia... You could have fucking hired a fucking infant. You could have <laughs> done a better defense than that. And then um, that same Kotaku article reports that the Australian federal court disagreed with Valve's point, obviously. And Justice Edelman and oh, Justice Edelman said Valve was indeed doing business in Australia and was thus bound by its law. No fine has been decided at the time of this but there is a chance that Valve will have to pay up to 75% of the ACC's legal costs on top of any liability. Valve is going to be paying a pretty penny for this. So GG Valve and GG Half-Life 3 and Portal 3 because they're not coming out. I'm going to spend the capital budgets Yeah. to pay the legal fees. So I just want to throw that in because it's fucking stupid. Valve is stupid for that. Stupid. Yeah, go Australia. Even though you yeah. censor games at the fucking wazoo. Yeah, Australia is kind of a cuck with a lot of things. I heard it was a nice place to live. 
Except for like the millions of animals that'll kill you. I live in Sydney. That's about it. Go to the opera house every day. Is that the building with the fucking yeah. the waves and shit yeah. coming mm-hmm. off of it? Yeah, right on the water there. That's yeah. a nice architecture. It is indeed. Anything else on that? Nope. Valve's you're fucking stupid. Call of Duty 2016 will be set in the far future. This is Infinity Ward's turn? It is indeed Infinity Ward's turn. So rumors say that this year's installment of Call of Duty, developed by Infinity Ward, will be a full-on sci-fi experience with space combat and will not be a sequel to the same developer's Call of Duty Ghosts. Fucking thank Christ, yeah, dude. dude. Oh my god, that game. Ghost. I wanted to kill myself yeah. with it. I wanted to fucking wanted to become take a ghost. It and slip my throat the disc, dude. That game was bad. Worst Call of Duty, maybe one of the worst video games ever made, in my opinion. <laughs> Honestly, that game was bad. It was a game, and it was fucking written by the guy that did Traffic, dude. That movie was slick, but that game was bad. I think it was awful. Shit. Whatever you say, Josh. I I agree. I agree with you. I was gonna say if you don't agree with me. Man. No, I agree. I don't like you. Whatever you say, though. Um, on NeoGAF, proven industry insider, Shinobi602. Yes. Damn, dude. Has said that the new Serious. game's future setting makes Black Ops 3 feel like the Stone Age. That's fucking lame. That statement. He's, um, just to corroborate this guy, he's previously correctly announced that Black Ops 3 would feature wall running, characters with robotic limbs, and cybernetic enhancements, and be developed for Xbox 360 and PS3 by a second studio. <sighs> um, so this Call of Duty has been confirmed to be at this year for E3, obviously. It'll probably be on Sony stage, and it'll be on Microsoft stage. Um, and Activision will not be there, though, but Call of Duty will still be there. there. Yeah. And 2016's Call of Duty will be released in Q4 of this year and is expected to launch PS4, Xbox One, PC. So it sounds like the normal shenanigans. Yeah. Yep, yep. But apparently it's going to be, like, in space. Be like yeah. super sci-fi space. It's now, a destiny. Yeah, but here's the reason I want to bring this up. Because there's a lot of fucking shilling in the community now um, complaining about that they're tired of these futuristic Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. Are you, bro? Um, I'd like something different. Could this be different? Yeah. Or not, you think we're going to get some of the same? I don't think this is bad. I think maybe it'll be kind of like a, well, kind of a bad example. But like, I'm thinking like Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Like something like Dead Space. Not obviously like horror, but something similar yeah. to that. Uh, they or said maybe it's like be, Halo. The fact that they said spacecraft or something. Yeah. The fact that they said sci-fi makes me think the story is going to involve another race of creature, or like alien or, or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like the enemies alien. Something. Yeah. That being said, I'd like to go back to its roots, but that way we have fucking didn't Italian. Ghost, didn't ghosts have aliens? The spec, uh, the zombies mode in Ghost weren't they aliens? Oh yeah. What if it's like you? It's in the future, and those aliens were are the issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, but know. apparently it's gonna be like way, like way past that though. Okay. In the future, I should remember that. They actually gave like I don't. know. It's gonna be way past that though. Well, I'm just saying and, like no, maybe it it'll be, be related to right. the aliens somehow. But here's the thing: I hope it's good for Infinity Ward's sake because Infinity Ward is capable of making fucking slick Call of Duty games. They did it three times. Okay. If, the, if this game's anything like Ghosts. You're not going to hear me stop bitching for weeks. <laughs> because I like Call of Duty. I actually like playing the fucking campaigns of Call of Duty. Calling whatever you want. I want a good campaign. And Ghost did not give me that game. It was fucking awful. Anyway. So I, I think that although I am tired of... The, not exactly tired of the futuristic uh, shit. This is a good st- a step in the right direction. However, it's not something new in general. It's new to Call yeah. of Duty, but it's not new in the gaming world. Yeah. And I want them to do something new in the gaming world as well. Yeah. Because this is, like I said, Destiny, you said Dead Space. Yeah. Do something different. Don't do, you know what I mean? Stop doing this. Yeah. But I'm excited for something fresh in the Call of Duty genre. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I'm excited for the next Homefront game. Ooh, yeah. Revolution. Takes place That's in Philly. That's coming out kind of soon. Takes yeah. place yes. in Philly. 
and we, we're from the Philly, the Philly area, so that's you know exciting for us. Um, Homefront didn't do too well. Yeah, but the first one it was not too good. <laughs> the studio, like we're not a business, right? Yeah, we're the publisher. It had a good concept though, and that's why I think the second no, one looks so good. It was just not that good of a game. And I think that's how you make a good game. You like alter reality and make this like what if kind yeah, of situation. Yeah, history. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what they should do. Call of Duty. Second one. All right. It smells like ass in here, and it's really hot. Yes, indeed it does. GG. All right. Doing this for you, people. Yeah. Indie games that are good. They spice up the game market. You connect with them. Indie games are nice. I like to support small groups of people that are making games that they want to, telling stories that they want to. Indie games deserve some spotlight. Indie Intel's this year is on Have to Cast, where we talk about indie games that we feel deserve some spotlight. So basically, we present to you an indie game that we think is going to be fucking slick. It's either out, it's not out, it's in development. Suck us off, okay? This week, we're talking about Chasm. Chasm is by Tom Hap and... No, it's just Dan Adelman. Just Dan Adelman, who helped with Axiom Verge? He helped with Axiom Verge. Yeah. So, Chasm is a procedurally generated platform adventure currently in development for PC, Windows, Mac, and Linux, and PlayStation 4. Taking equal inspiration from hack-and-slash dungeon crawlers and Metroidvania-style platformers, it will immerse you in a procedurally generated fantasy world full of exciting treasure, deadly enemies, and abundant secrets. When a small mining community falls silent, a young soldier named Dalton is sent to investigate. Upon arriving in the remote mountain town of Carthus, he discovers that paranormal forces have sealed the town off from the outside world. Now trapped, he's left with no option but to explore below the town and uncover the source of the disturbances. So there are six huge procedurally generated areas awaiting you, each lovingly crafted into a retro pixel art style. Help Dalton gain new abilities and equipment, evade dangerous traps, and defeat hordes of deadly enemies in order to save Carthus and possibly the world. You'll be able to explore six massive areas procedurally assembled from handcrafted rooms, enjoy challenging retro gameplay and authentic pixel art, battle massive bosses, and discover new abilities to reach previously inaccessible areas, customize your character by equipping armor to your body and weapons, shields, and spells to the other hand, includes normal arena, time trial, and hardcore modes, leaderboards for hardcore playthroughs, featuring quickest time, and more. Hmm. All right. Damn, son. I think the game looks nice. Mm-hmm. has Absolutely. a nice art style. It's handcrafted. Mm-hmm. Um, the procedurally generated thing is new for a game like this. It's kind of like Rogue Legacy, which they mm-hmm. mentioned on the uh, kind of funny guys. They watched the live stream, and one of them mentioned that it looks like Rogue Legacy a little bit with the procedurally generated yeah. shit. Um, I like the Dark Souls influences. It's a it's a Castlevania-type game, but there's these Dark Souls references. So they got the bonfires where you, where they, you know, yeah. heal up. Uh, the, the big bosses, which is... a you know, it's not just limited to Dark Souls, but... It, Dark Souls kind of brought it back. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it, it looks really cool. And the one thing you said where you get things that let you go back and explore previously unexplorable areas, that's like straight out of uh, Salt and Sanctuary, which is right. like another game yeah, that's we me- talked about. Yeah, that's Metroidvania 101. Yeah, you, yeah. you get an item, you go back, and... So I'm, I'm excited now because of yeah, like that you don't, statement. Like you don't have a high jump and you see this ledge. Exactly. You can't do it, and it's like torturing, but you have to go to the next area. You beat yeah. a boss, and you get high jump or double jump. Yeah. yeah. And you go back and fucking go up there. and Axiom Merge did you it. You jizz a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's right out of Metroid. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know nothing about them, so. But they, regardless, this game looks cool. It's not my cup of, my cup of dills, if you will, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, I like how right he, now, actually. he was like throwing the swords as his magic, and then like he had like the swipe ability as his regular attack. And right. It looks pretty deep. It looks like a deep game. The art's really nice. The level design looks fucking amazing. Uh, 
looks fun. Yeah, I played a little. It was a GameStop demo, one of the many like PS4 games. Yeah, when you told me that, I was the like, module. The fuck? it was so long ago. So okay. like I'm I'm happy to hear about this game again. I'm happy to hear apparently it's almost done start to finish. I was watching that kind of funny gameplay before we started recording mm-hmm. today. Um, so it's kind of fresh in my head. Yeah. Yeah, it looks super fucking good. Yeah. Nice and deep. They said that the Vita port might be a thing. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it's running on the same engine as Axiom Verge. Yep. So now that they have that ported, it should be easy to port it to the Vita and yep. other yeah, consoles as well. That'd be nice. If yeah. you want it on it, we didn't mention the platforms, did we? It's PC, yeah, PC, PC right now, PC, PC PS4. PS4. So if you want it on, you know, Vita, if you want it on Xbox One, tweet them, Dan Adelman on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe even the Wii U. I mean, it could. <laughs> yeah. Well, Verge is going on Wii U, supposedly. Yeah, so yeah. if you want so, it. We'll see. All right. Possible. In the intel. Good shit. It's new deodorant. It smells good. Moving on to our next segment here on Aptocast. GG, no re. Break it down. bring up games that we have played. They're either good, they're bad, we don't know, whatever, we don't care. We have picked them up, put them down, didn't play them again. Okay. GG Nori, what's your game, Britt? All right. I brought to the table this week. Uh, excuse you. <laughs> Pokemon Dash, ladies and gentlemen. Pokemon Dash is a game for the Nintendo DS in which you play as your favorite characters from Pokemon. <laughs> and you, uh, you race, and you take your stylus, and you... Rub it up the screen, and uh, you run, and you play as like Pikachu, and Fuck my post, dude. you uh, you get to the hot air balloon, and it flies you across the map, and you land. And you have to there's like different terrain, and you have to like swipe harder if it's like a harder terrain uh, to get through. As a screen destroyer, I'm sure. Oh hell yeah, like, you have no idea. Um, but yeah, that's Pokemon Dash. I picked it up, bought it. I think it was the first time Munchlax was ever um, in a game. Oh, shit. So Munchlax is in it. It's a Hoenn game, so it's from yeah, it's from that generation. It's before Gen Four came out. Um, but yeah, yeah, I picked it up, I put it down, and that was it. <laughs> Definitely a look what we can do with the touchscreen game. Yeah, for sure. Oh hell yeah. How about you, Stephen? Well, this I guess this is easy, and I put it back down because I only had it for a week. But I rented uh, The Incredibles on the Nintendo on the Nintendo GameCube. Oh man. And. I remember one level specifically. Uh, you were, God, I'm gonna butcher the name. And before Dash, Dash. <laughs> yeah. And he's a little, the little fucking shill, right? <laughs> it was like, I guess he was late to school. He had to run through traffic. There's the most traffic you ever fucking seen in your life. And like there were all these like cars. Frogger? No, but you, you know, it's like you had to run on top of cars. There was like a ramp and shit, and you had to just jump, and you were going super fast. So kind of similar to Pokemon Dash, actually. Mm-hmm. Pokemon, Ironic. Pokemon Dash. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember specifically it was buggy as fuck because, dude, there was like a little space between this big-ass truck and this little car, and I was fucking going over the ramp of the truck, and I didn't make it, and I fucking fell. I literally, like, the, these are the two things. I'm fucking going back and forth so fast, <laughs> dude. I literally had to reset the game. The game yeah. fucked me. Josh, if you could find gameplay for that. I could imagine that in my head right now. And there was another one. Like, the collision detection must have been so bad. Like, I was literally just jumping in the air and fucking just... Just smacked against something, 
There wasn't even anything there, and I just died. Like, <laughs> if you stopped, like, you would just get shrecked. Alright. Yeah, it was bad, dude. That's a good I, one. I clearly didn't have a desire to fucking buy it again. Yeah. So. GG. No re. Alright, mine is a game that's actually very good. It's an excellent game. I love the game. I had a fantastic time playing it, but I will never, ever, 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 ever play it again because it's going to be too hard and I don't want to do it. Bastion. It's hmm. interesting. Bastion is hmm. a fucking slick game if you haven't played it. Um, but basically, like, the new game plus, if you will, you have to put these idols on, which makes the game really hard. And I don't want to do that, dude. The story was fucking slick and I liked it. Yeah. But I tried a lot of the idols in the main game. They're fucking ridiculous, dude. Like, you have to. Ha- it's. No. I'm sorry. Too many enemies makes me trigger it. I'm not doing GG no ring. It was good, though. All right. Moving on to unpopular opinion. <coughs> See? What's that button do? I'll show you. What the fuck? If you guys have any, any unpopular opinions, or GG No Re games, for that matter, or anything, send it to hapticantel.gmail.com or leave it in the comment section below, and we'll put it on the show and suck this off. So I guess I'm the only one with an unpopular opinion this week. Uh, my unpopular opinion is something that we spoke about briefly earlier, Stephen, but Owen McGregor. Owen? Uwin. Uwin Cockmagee should be his name. Uwin. Yeah. It was his birthday the other day. Good for him. I he, hope he, he died. He's only 45. He's dashing looking man mm-hmm. 45. Yeah. He looks pretty good. Um, so I bring this up. Bring what up? Him? Him up. Because um, obviously he played, and going on like a Star Wars theme, he played uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi right in the prequels. Um, I think you heard his voice in The Force Awakens. Spoiler. Um Nothing. Go ahead. I was taking this off for you, and I wanted to say something. What's that? What you no, say? no, go ahead, please. Um, but basically, recently he had expressed interest in, for those of you that don't know, the current model for Star Wars movies is we get a main installment every other year, and then in between those we get a Star Wars story anthology film. Um, the first one is going to be the Han Solo movie. Uh, I'm sorry, the first one's Rogue, Rogue one. one, and then the next one's Han Solo movie. And the last one's rumored to be a Boba Fett movie, but that might not be true. But Umar Gregor said that he'd be interested in doing another Star Wars, like one of those films, uh, doing like an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie in between Episode 3 and Episode 4, which would be very slick. Yeah. It would be extremely slick. Yeah. Um, if he didn't play Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'll tell you why. Because he is a fucking cuck. Okay? Now, he thinks that we forgot as a fan base, and I certainly didn't forget. <laughs> Did he shit on Star Wars? A few years ago, he shit down Star Wars' throat. He shit down Star Wars' fans' throat, saying that they're the worst fans, and saying that he would never, ever, ever do a Star Wars movie again when he was asked that. Never. He was explicit in saying that he would never do one again. Saying that Star Wars fans are the worst because you have like 40-year-olds pushing little kids out of the way just to get his signature. Uh, maybe, I'm sure you have in a couple instances, but that's not the whole fan base. But now, what I'm thinking is why he's saying doing this is because he would make a ridiculous sum of money. Ridiculous. Like, because he is a very... You, to get him, you need to pay him a lot of money. Mm. Because he's Ewan McGregor. Okay? Um, fuck you, Owen McGregor. I don't even. I'd rather not be, not have it be like continuity or whatever, and just fuck it, and just go with like an older, like an older person. You know what I mean? Like between episodes. See, that's three the thing four. though. He's getting older, so he'd be perfect for I the. Know, you know. I don't want to. 
I think that he's magic and makeup. He's one of the best parts of the prequels, in my opinion. And he he doesn't deserve the money. He doesn't deserve any kind of respect that he would get from the fans because he said that. Yeah, it's unfortunate that you're in that predicament. I'm I'm all for it. I think that he'd be excellent in it, and I I know that you know. There's obviously reasons why you feel that way, and you just told us that, but it doesn't affect me. I think that it'd be an awesome. But that being said, I don't think they're making. I don't think they're making one this go of a thing. But if we get another trilogy, I'm sure they might do spinoff movies again, and then we might get one. But uh, yeah, I don't like him. And frankly, you know what? In Train Spotting, he's not good. So there you go. All right. That's a uh, considered his best film. Don't care for a minute. Fuck you, Ewan McGregor. All right. Pokemon, Pokemon Dash. Pokemon Dash. Alright guys, that'll do it for Hapticast episode 12. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks for everyone who has subscribed and watching our videos. Um, we just want to remind you again that we're going to be doing E3 coverage. And we'll keep talking about that as it gets closer and closer and closer and closer. We have a surprise. Yeah, excited about that. We have a surprise. Yeah. What's our surprise? Oh. We're not going to talk about it yet. Yeah, but, but we do have a surprise. Um, so, you know, this summer is going to be big, so stay tuned. Make sure you share the video. Um, if you like it, somebody else out there will definitely like it. Like, comment, subscribe, LCS. Uh, I'm Josh Toll. Brett Roberts, Stephen Hemistry. We'll see you guys next time. Surprise being right here. Sound like a Yu-Gi-Oh villain right there. Surprise being right here. Shake your body, Claudia. Shake your body, Claudia.